minus 30 seconds. T minus 20 seconds. Please take this moment of silence in the loving memory of Brian Barczyk. Let's go. This one's for you, Brian. What is good, everybody? It's your boy, MJ. Welcome back to another episode of Trap Talk Reptile Podcast, coolest reptile podcast in the world. This is your first time tapping in with us. What is good? Do your boy a favor. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Smash that notification bell. Select all. You'll be on top of every single podcast I drop here on this YouTube channel. I drop three episodes a week so far. Monday, Tuesday, Thursdays. I do not miss. So if you're into keeping reptiles, either breeding or just overall admiring, this is the podcast to be a part of. Thank you to all the love and support, the ongoing love and support. Thank you to anyone who uh, gives my guests the time of day. It's all about the guests and learning from them. But Yes. Thank you for spending your life with me. I'm having a great time doing this. Um, is this your first time? Early birds. I see you guys, man. The early birds are going nuts. Shout out to all the early birds in the building. I'll get to you guys in just a second. All right. I do want to say first and foremost, support U.S. Arc. All right. U.S. Arc is here for us. Our animal rights. Our animal rights is what matters. So make sure you do your part. Head over to usarc.org. Become a U.S. Arc member. Help us get those numbers up because those numbers are very important. In serious matters and again thank you to anyone out there who supports us arc appreciate you being on the same team thank you phil goss thank you to the entire us arc team um i also want to say tonight's episode is brought to you by mana my first clothing company ever super excited but if you want to get yourself some mana gear man seriously this is some of the most comfortable stuff i've been rocking over the course of a few months and to have them teaming up with the trap it's pretty next level i'm not gonna lie Head over to monoclothing.company.com. Also follow them on Instagram. And yeah, man, shout out to the first ever clothing company to sponsor Trap Talk Reptile Podcast. Super stoked, super honored. Um, I also want to say tonight's episode is brought to you by the homie TJ over at Tafati Royals of Africa, the real deal Mandarin king. You feel me? Huge things popping over at Tafati Royals. So make sure you are following them on Instagram. Stay current, stay up to date. And shout out to my boy TJ. All right, he's yet to come to Trap Talk, and I guarantee it happens 2024. Big things popping. Appreciate you so much, TJ, for your love and support. And also tonight's episode is brought to you by Focus Cube Habitats. What you see behind me, all PVC built enclosures, three by two by twos, designed by the best in the game, Focus Cube Habitats. Head over to focuscubehabitats.com, place your order, and also follow them on Instagram. Be on top of everything that they come out as far as news, uh, current current enclosure designs and all sorts of stuff they're always doing next level things over at focus cube habitats man so shout to steven shout to ashley flex in texas all day every day um 
And yeah, man, shout out to the early birds. Let's go with the early birds. First and foremost, let's go with my dog, Emilio. Top G. Big E. What's up, player? How you doing, man? First and foremost, I want to say uh, my deepest condolences to the Barczyk family. Um, you know, long live Brian Barczyk. Yeah, man. The king. Uh, rest, rest in peace, king. He is the king of this reptile industry, man. Best Thank ever. You do for it. everything you did for us. Thank you for everything you did for us. Uh, thank you for what you did for the industry you love dearly. Uh, man, you will be truly missed, and I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm beyond words. Yeah, beyond words, man. I don't think the reptile world needed a loss like that, but it is what it is. It's and I hate that saying. It is what it is, but fuck, man, to lose somebody like Brian. You know, it's going to take a long time. If yeah. not, I don't know if we'll ever recover from, from losing somebody like that. No. But um, never be the same, man. Never. But yeah. but if it's one thing about Brian, he would still want the show to go on. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he's going to want to. He's going to want to take it to another level. Yep. So if it's one thing that we, we're going to do, we're going to do that. We're going to take this shit to a whole other level. Um, and, and, and I'm, yes, I'm going to keep this fire that I have going burn within me. And I'm gonna spread it around just as much as he did, you know. And that was one thing yeah, about <clears throat> one thing about Barcheck, bro. Like you, you felt his presence, and also like whatever he had going on was kind of like it was like addicting. It was crazy. Just had to see it in person. And uh, we, we need to take everything he taught us and and run with it, man. All, all his specific directives, you know, what made him successful and made the industry what it is today. Yeah. And uh, we need to make his legacy continue yep and it will so um <clears throat> but how you doing bro what's good with you man how's everything going with you um you finally feeling better yeah you got sick huh you got <laughs> sick right after you left you, san diego or LA. yeah you can still hear it and uh finally finally back up 100 percent uh you know had a show this weekend uh no. you know the grind the grind don't stop man yeah that's i mean i gotta say i give you props man you came straight from vacation to get your collection in order and then go straight to a show that next weekend. And the mice. <laughs> and, and, and what? So, yeah. And the mice. And everything. The mice. Everything. Yep. It don't, yeah, it don't, so. it don't stop. Um, well, listen, I'm really excited for tonight. Got my man Shane who's tapping in with us. Um, new up-and-comer for sure. Like, this is a good segment for this guy. Yeah, he hasn't even got his first clutch yet. Um, but there's a lot of things that this guy has been kind of, like, in the background doing and, and raising up and just – enjoying there's a lot to a lot of conversation for this guy to bring to the table tonight mr, mr. silva mr silver he, he he man this guy he, he lives a hell of a lifestyle i love him guy's yeah, a beast yeah. <laughs> so looking forward to talking to him yeah he, man. Uh, he's a trapper and a v unit member so yep all day every day and i just want to say know. shout out to all the early birds out there um Man, it's cracking in the early birds. If you're in the live chats tonight, if you think that tonight's episode is worth of uh, any super chats or if you have an important topic or question to bring to tonight's table, drop that. Don't be shy, man. Uh, but let's see who's here tonight, man. Let's see who's ready to rock and roll. Uh, shout out to the homie Dennis over Serpent Smith, Trap Talk Patreon member all day every day. Appreciate you, dog. Big Keys in the building. Shout out to Keys Constrictors, V-Unit family all day every day. Sammy Vargas, the guy with the pink shirt. 
on that's not what I know him by. The Pink Panther. Pink Panther, yeah. <laughs> uh, just saw him at Pomona. So shout out to Sammy. Shout out to the homie. Shout out to Aaron Bosa Balls or Bosa Reptiles, my bad. Uh, v Unit family all day, every day. Nick Hall in the building. What's good, Nick? The homie Lucas in the building. What's up, Lucas? Chap Talk Patreon member all day, every day. Eric Smore Factory in the building. V Unit family all day, every day. The homie Chad in the building. Hyperspace Reptiles. What is good, Chad? Jeffrey Beasley in the building. What's up, Jeffrey? Chris's Constrictors. What is up, Chris Constrictors? Luis in the building. Sweden Player. Shout out to the homie uh, Lucid and Boreals in the building. What is good? Piyush Patel in the building. What is up, Piyush? The homie Silver Cash. What is up, Silver Cash? Pre appreciate you so much. Uh, the homegirl Krista in the building. Neurofi Exotics. Homegirl in the building. The, the young homie AB. Aiden Burke in the building. What's up, Aiden? Trap Talk Patreon member all day, every day. The homie Adrian's Exotics. Don't touch me. <laughs> just, Adrian, what's up, dog? No. Not to know me, Adrian, the homie AE in the building. What's up, player? Thanks for tapping in. Uh, Repta Farai in the building. Trap Talk Patreon member all day, every day. The homie Joni in the building. What's up, Joni? Thanks for tapping in, player. The wife in the building. What's up, wifey? Looking fine as hell. I love you, wife. Appreciate you so much. All City Serpents in the building. The homie James. Trap Talk Patreon member all day, every day. Troy Schroeder. What a guy. What a guy. What a guy. So fly. We're going to end it with this guy with the Celebrity Appearance Award so far in the one building. One of the nicest We're, guys out there, bro. Seriously, one of the nicest guys. And yet, best dressed guy that yep. you ever see at a show. Yep. No one's catching up yep. to this guy. As far as being best dressed, nobody is seeing Troy Schroeder. All right? So he gets the belt for that. And guys, we're going to end things with Troy. And look at this. I lied. Super chat going in hard from the homie. Creative Reptiles. Dropping that. I'm ready to drop the homie Shane Silver. And you ready to get this shit going or what? Let's go. All right, guys. Let's it is game time. Let's do this shit for Barcheck, baby. Episode 438. New brain on the block. The homie Shane Silver from Above All Scales. Coming at you right now. Let's go. Cheers. Good. You ready for do do more in the future? Trap yes. talk podcasts? Yes. Man. Only, only trap talk. Exclusive. Yes. Exclusive. <laughs> oh. So stop calling us. From the spot, get the club to pop. When I come up with the crop, gotta love it, love it, and not I'm hot from the hop to the club spot. Get the club to pop. When I come up with the club spot, get the club to pop. When I come up with the club spot, get the club to pop. When I come up Episode 438, live and direct with Shane above all scales. What's up, player?
Yo, yo. How you living, dog? Good. Happy to oh. be here, bro. Just hey, me. What's up? Mr. Silva. You like that? <laughs> why are you talking? Yeah. Why are you talking like you're his principal or some shit? Nah. It, it, <laughs> hey, when you respect someone's overall game hundred percent, like I do Shane, you know, you know, the clothing line, you know, the motorcycle, you know, the man has a bunch of different species. He has a life. Bro, That's why I love bro, Shane. Like the guy it, has a life that he lives. That's why I love Shane. You yeah, know, man. Because listen, this dude, I'm not gonna lie, I don't really have a life but the reptiles. I'm not gonna lie. This is everything I do because I'm I'm just this is what saved me. But Shane, you have your hands in quite a bit of things, bro. Like you you dabble and yeah. you know, you write you ride street bikes, you got a clothing brand, um, you know, you've like you're in construction type of construction. Like kind of lay it all down for us. What all that you do, bro? So I've been kind of slimming down so I can focus more, especially I've been wanting to take on more stuff with the reptiles. Yeah. So right now my main my main income is from my primary job as a sandblaster in the shipyard, like an industrial marine sandblasting. All right. Most people don't know what it is, but it's been, I think I've been doing that for about 12 years now. Yeah, dope. And then and is it your own business? Are you contracted? Do you work for a company? How's that work? No, no it's, it's subcontracting. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's, it's like a multi-billion dollar. I wish it was my business, but yeah, yeah it's, it's very, very big. So, and you're you're Virginia, that, right? Yeah, yeah, coastal Virginia, near Virginia Beach. Morning, a ton of that work there in Virginia. A ton. You're always busy, huh? That yeah, yeah. That's why I stayed here. It's been it's yeah, been busy. Man. Yeah. Born and raised out there. Or where are you from, Shane? No, so I was born and raised in Hawaii. So there wasn't. I didn't have a lot of like reptile experience or anything growing up no snakes or anything well they they got some wild ones now it's people brought over but uh born and raised there then moved to washington traveled back and forth across the country for work then once i came here i was like yo i love it here i like so it how, here so i set down made roots here how old were you when you officially left the island i was like two weeks before my 16th birthday oh shit yeah, All right, Shane. Shane, but you're not from you're you're not your your ethnic you're not Hawaiian, correct? You're Spanish. So I'm Hawaiian, Filipino, and Portuguese. There you go. There you go. So the 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 Filipino and Portuguese side gave you the the, the last name, right? Yeah, uh, por Portuguese. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I knew a Filipino homie Nate with the last name Silver for sure. I got, I got you in the Spanish chat, and I don't know if you understand everything, but <laughs> no, but I be laughing at everything <laughs> that I do understand. Yeah. Um. Damn. Okay. So obviously, you know, you coming over at the at, at that age, you graduated high school over here, right? In 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 a, in the main island. Yeah. Okay. In Washington State. Yep. And so when did reptiles become a thing for you? Like, I mean, that obviously, like you said, you didn't have a lot of reptiles growing up. So when did you, when did you kind of get introduced to them? So it was 2016 here. They were opening up a new REI, like an outdoor, like a camping store. Mm -hmm. And they had a bunch of little vendors. And one of them had, I want to say they had like a ball python and something else. But um, me, my daughter, and their mom, they were there. And they started holding a snake. And she was like, can we get a snake? I'm like, yeah, sure. I mean, I guess it's cool. Like, it doesn't look like it does anything. So we went to 
pick up our first steak at a local pet store, brought it home, fell in love with it, got on YouTube, found Brian Barczyk, of course, like most people, recipes, right. love that man. Right. Looking into more and more and more. And I was like, but I don't know what I would like to get into as a species. Then I found Jay Brewer, of course. I was like, yo, I need one of those. I need I need a reticulated python. That's all I just obsessed over them for like months. I want to say like seven months before I finally found one at a local show. I was like, all right, well, here it goes, and just took off from there. Fell in love. Fell in yeah. love with the it's funny how that's kind of like the the path for a lot of people. I mean, at least at least in the last five few few years, you have people who run into bar check and they run into Jay. Like that, those are like the two biggest peoples you see. Um, now, mind you, completely fucking different. Like, if you actually meet both of them, no, no chance. Like, obviously, Barcheck's fucking smashing. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, you can't take away the the the, the outreach that Jay's done to like a lot of people. It's just more than sensational. It gets you more like curious. Even though, like, once you tap in, you're like, "What the fuck's this guy doing?" You gotta, yeah. admit, you gotta admit, it does pull you in. It, like, it you definitely I mean? pulled me in. Yeah, I actually went out to go see him. I never never got to meet Barjack, but I did get to meet Jay. Wait, you came to the West Coast? This is before you became a trapper, I'm assuming? This was 2017. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, Damn. so I wasn't, like, I've been, I've been keeping snakes for a while, but I wasn't really tapped in with the community until, like, mm. what, the last year or so. I kind of just kept to myself. I remember because I'm a huge fucking... Uh, Taldega Knights fan. Like I'm a movie buff. Like I love like I love yeah. movies, you know what I mean? And so anytime anyone has anything that re resembles like a name like something to a movie that I like, I know I relate to it. And I remember your name, your username was Ricky Bobby SRT. Um but then what was so fucking crazy is somebody bought a snake from me and called me with the caller ID that said Ricky Bobby. Okay? It didn't say SRT, but it just said Ricky Bobby. And remember I thought that was you and you're like no, yeah. that was and you're like, no, that wasn't me. I'm like, dude, what are the fucking odds? So a real Ricky Bobby random person calls me, <laughs> buys a snake from me, and then I have this other Ricky Bobby who's inside the comments. You know what I mean? And so, um, but <laughs> yeah, it's it's so cool because you know, obviously, I clicked on your icon down there. I was like, who's this guy? You know, and I saw you had you're on your bike, and I'm like, oh, this fool is just probably just a biker guy just checking out podcasts that are about reptiles. But no, you actually tapped in, tapped in, like, you know, and, and I'm and I'm curious, like, what, what pushed you in? Like, you know, you said you've been kind of behind the scenes, just enjoying things, but, like, what made you want to get a part into the community? So, I can't, I don't, I don't know if it was animals at home or, I think that was the first reptile podcast I've ever heard. And they had, like, a couple of things about berms, which caught my interest because I was really into the big snakes. And then from there, I found jake klotz's podcast but i was just kind of like digging for more content i was like more not to sound disrespectful but like you know like that i wanted to like just keep keep going keep listening to without it being like repetitive and then i came across your podcast with shane costello yeah shane's a like, man here we go and then just i started watching like three four episodes a day like while i'm just cleaning or working and then just grew from there. I started going to more of the local shows, trying to talk to people. I didn't know it was as, I didn't know it was this popping as it was. Like, there's so many cool people I've met in the community prior to me just doing my own thing, like a little hermit. Like, half my friends didn't even know I had snakes for, like, the first few years. It's I mean, that's everybody, right? 
MJ, yeah. everybody's a hermit in the beginning. Yeah, but it's yeah. like, it's cool to be, you know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. like everyone, you have a reason to be also too, once you get to this level, like once you have like a rodent colony and you're like, dude, it's your life. It becomes something where you don't have time to fuck around because every day is something, you know, but it, but, but obviously you don't start off that extreme, you know, you kind of grow into that or you don't, it's really up to you. That's why it's kind of like, you kind of feel things of where you want things to go. And if you want things to dial back, you dial back. If you want to go there, you could go there. Um, it's really just like almost anything you do in life. It, like how, how, how big do you want to take this? It's really up to you. And you know, this podcast has brought many people on this, on, like many people have come to show you that they've done it fucking big time in this game. You know what I mean? Like, like made a life changing lifestyle out of it. You know, look at Barcheck. Kidding oh, me? Sure. He was 15. So it's like, so it, it it could bring a lot to you, right? But it also starts with the love of the animals, and that's why we say that's the biggest that's the biggest box that needs to be checked before any of this shit could become something that you want it to be, like especially a lifestyle. You gotta love the animals, right? Like, and and, and so the big snakes was your thing, like off the bat, it was about the bigger snakes, right? That's all I want. I wanted the biggest fucking mainland retic that I could get my hands on, and then. <laughs> But I, I couldn't find, I didn't know about Morph Market. I didn't know about none of that. So I found the um, one male. It was a purple, purple male. And I was like, this thing is growing so slow. It was like people on here on the Facebook groups posting, they're like, my retake's one years old. It's like 12 feet. I'm like, this thing's like six foot long. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. So I started looking and trying to get more. And then I got to get into the berms. And then that first retake ended up actually, it died on me. It was like, just under three years old, I was like, oh, fuck, dude. I was so heartbroken. And I was, I was like, I can't do it. I'm not going to get no more retakes. How did it die? We don't know. I did the, um, what's it called? Not autopsy. Ne necropsy. Yeah. To the vet. Well, be prior before that, it had some, um, it did get an infection. We took it in, did the treatment. And like six months later, everything was fine. And it just stopped eating. I'm trying to think. This was a while ago. Like a respiratory infection it got? Or what kind of infection did it get? It was something in his mouth. Oh. Had, yeah, some some kind of infection in his mouth. I had to give it like the um, antibiotics through the syringe. Dude, snakes don't recover well off those. I mean, I know retics are like German fucking tanks, but like there's certain snakes that get some sort of infections in their mouth and they don't, it, it, it takes them out. Like it, it kills them. You know, it's, it's yeah. crazy. So I'm assuming that's the only thing I could think of that would cause it because the dude was like, oh, the vet was like, necropsy came out fine, this and that. Um, I mean, I didn't test them for anything. I didn't know about like NIDO and all that at the time. That's a berm. I don't think you're. I don't, I don't think you're good. I don't think you need to worry about NIDO and a berm. Yeah, I was just saying, but I didn't bother doing that, so I don't know. But then I just all I had after that was the berm, a boa carpet. I just I had like a real small collection for a few years, and then um, I ran into Samson Pruitt. Actually, big controversial thing, right? You ran um, into you ran into where like not like a, like a place to eat lunch or anything right like I'm assuming no at a show like, at right. a reptile show. So how did that so go? The reptile show. I was like, I'm not gonna get nothing. I was like, I haven't been to one in a couple of years. I'm gonna go check it out, see what's out there. I had no idea who he was, and then I ended up getting a retake off of him that I still have. Wow, Shane. Yeah, I know, I know. Everybody's gonna give me shit for know, it now. He didn't know better. I mean, how he didn't he know, know, bro. You don't fucking know. Yeah, bro. I had no idea, and then I started um, looking into it because I was I was thinking about getting more and I seen all this the shit about him like well fuck me right but then I seen Brian's video so I was like ah. but now everything is like obviously yeah 
Well, I only have the one. But anyways, I got that one, got a few more, and started growing my retail collection again. I was giving breeding a thought. Then now that my snakes are actually breeding age, seeing how things are going, I was like, I just, I just don't know if I want to breed the giant snakes. I don't want to end up. I don't want them to end up somewhere that they're just gonna. Dude, not breed, not not breeding them, Shane, will probably save your love for the animal. And I'm not joking yeah. because, dude, especially right now, like let's just say this was like a couple years ago, and you already had a couple clutches under your belt, and let's right. say you produced some shit last year, and you have like 50 babies in your goddamn rack, dude. That would not that would not be a proper feeling right now. I'm telling you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I think I'm just gonna keep them for what they are. I still love I love retic reticulated python. So. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. I still have my four holdbacks. Emilio, you know, he, he gets it. I mean, Emilio came to my house, and I fucking put a retic over his neck, and he was just yeah. like, he was like, what? And I'm like, bro, this thing's four and a half years old. More likely, it's not going to grow much from what you've seen. And he, dude, Emilio, talk about it. How much you love that snake? I, straight up, I'll tell you guys, uh, if if I was able to have a super dwarf here, he would, I would have yeah, it. Yeah, he was in. Like he was in. Yeah. Like I've, I, I could have fucking sold him some, some, some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. He, his it, eyes it, were lit up. He, because you kept asking questions, and then you'd stop because it's like, what's the point? What are these questions going to lead to? Nowhere, because you can't get one. <laughs> oh, what? I, yeah. it, it was exceptional. That that animal is exceptional. I'll tell you that. And you know, I think the only thing that could top a reticulated python, as far as like you respecting its its appearance and it and all that good stuff right because you know damn well a snake at that size you know it's in the building you know what i'm saying and you know it's out of its cage but the only thing that steps up the only thing that steps above that and i'm sure you guys will both know this at some point is a monitor the monitor is the only thing that makes you realize how intelligent these reptiles things are but a retic also lets you know just as well i i, I want to let you know right now because it, it, it's like not afraid to go to your face you know we're, we're used to dealing with ball pythons that just want to be left alone there i mean it's really hard to even see some of the heads on some of these things sometimes they just want nothing to do with it or tick's going to show you its head no problem like yeah. no problem no problem at all like you know what i'm saying and yeah and with, with ball pythons you only get that uh with really mature animals like no. i have a couple really really like old girls that they're they're just they're confident on you that's what i saw in your girl your girl's four you know yeah Dude, so, she uh, was she was like an ambassador bro yeah, like if, man, if, she if, was, if Aaron, like she was actually enjoying if both are <laughs> if both the reptiles could be a snake that would be both the reptiles at the at the fucking at the at the show yeah the, yep. the ambassador uh it and it but also how many people did it pull into my table it fucking it was like it was like the showstopper bro because that's what that animal does so keeping it just for keeping it there's reason why this that there's a reason why this snake will stay around because people just love it for what it is you know what i'm saying um but breeding like let's let me ask you how you really feel as a whole right now shane because you're you're you you and i've talked and i know you've talked to maybe other players such as emilio but you're in the ball python game you're grooming yourself somewhat in the in the in that department but even the sound of breeding ball pythons how does that sound to you right now like where what do you like breeding overall how do you feel about it right now Oh, I'm still, I definitely want to breed ball, ball pythons 100%, but there's a couple other species I want to get into that obviously a lot smaller. That way, if something does happen, I got to hold on to them. I can easily make room for them. I don't have to worry about them ending up on the news because somebody took it to the park and it got out and there's a 12-foot snake somewhere. 
Yeah, Shane, you never got into the the Super Dwarf stuff. No, I like them, but I like Retics for just being big ass snakes. Yeah, on top of their personality, I just I, that's what I one thing I really like about them, how big they get. So. I me too. Until I like. <laughs> I mean, I had 12 of them at one point, and it was like yeah. it, it got too out of control because it's kind of like I love dogs, right? But man, I don't know if I could be a great a great Dane dog owner. You know what I'm saying? Because like yeah. I like to have more than one thing, and like I know there's multiple great Dane dog owners out there, but that's those people, and I'm okay with that. Like and like and for instance, you like you like the big fucking sh and like the homie. Uh, I got plenty of homies like Eric Lee who just love to fucking work with these big snakes and they don't care how backbreaking it is that's what they like and i good go for it i got yeah, that. i i respect I'm okay <laughs> yeah i respect everyone that's into the giants uh into the venomous stuff it's not for me right uh i am not into the giants whatsoever at all not one iota uh now if i could have a super dwarf i would that would be like a intermediate you know a middle ground for me that would work until until we got a super dwarf that wasn't a super dwarf then everything changes <laughs> yeah. and, and that's the unfortunate thing this i'll be real Emilio. i guarantee that girl i showed you the girl that you're holding she probably had sisters twice her size we just they they're all different bro like that percentage shit is bullshit it's fucking bullshit unless unless you are raising it all the same and you have all the siblings and all that you can't guarantee the size of anything. You you really can't because these things are capable of getting just as big as anything else. You're, now, you're my, also doing it right, right? The way your your approach to to your girl. I mean, I feed her. Um, I feed her how I, I feed her I, how I, she should even be fed. It, Yeah, even if it's a little bigger, you know, but not much bigger. No, but yeah. but what I'm saying is. Like, you know, you, you could have something as far as like percentages as like a part of your game plan, but you can't have that be a selling point for you once you start producing them because mm -hmm. there's just no guarantees. Like there's really not like, and the thing is with super dwarves is like these percentages were being sold as like almost guarantees. And mm -hmm. that right there was kind of like, I don't know. I thought it was contradicting, but then also too, like, I, I know like, for instance, the Chihuahua is not a dog to me, no respect, no disrespect. Yeah, I agree to all with that. No disrespect to all the Chihuahua lovers or like a miniature poodle or even a Yorkie. That's not a fucking dog to me. It is, but it's just not – that's not what a dog is in my head. And what you think of. No, and, and when I think of a reticulated python, I don't think of a tiny-ass yeah. snake. Um, yeah. But it, but it, it is but doable. It, like, it I'm is telling you right doable. now, like, Mark – is that me? Yeah. Uh, Eric Lee is the, is, the, is the man when it comes to making true – super dwarfs you know what i'm saying but even he has posted 80 percent super dwarf females that are 10 plus feet so but, but what i would say to you is this um me getting that animal doesn't mean i'm gonna breed it you no of I mean? course not no but but so, but but what if size is everything to you when you buy it like what if yeah. like, what if you're like yeah. okay i'm gonna like and let's think about when the super dwarf shit was hot these high percentage shits were going like for like seven eight nine ten thousand dollars so let's just say you are just somebody with fucking bank with, with money and you're like i want a snake that guaranteed it only gets six feet and then you and because it's such a high percentage and the parents are six feet you think this snake is going to be six feet and there's guaranteed but it's not like you don't know where the fuck this snake could turn into you just got to be ready for it you know what i'm saying but how many people are ready for that if that happens not a lot of people are ready you know and a lot of people freak out and they're like fuck this thing's humongous you know so
And, and, and then it can work the opposite. Like Shane, you're purple, right? You're, it turned out to be a snake that was not growing at all. And you're like, what the fuck's happening? You yeah. know? So that, 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 there you go. And that wasn't a super dwarf, was it? No, it wasn't. Well, at least I don't think he would sell it to me for a price he sold it to me as. Yeah. No. So. I think no. it's like people like you can have two kids that don't look alike at all so like the percentage is just they're, they're both 50 percent their mom 50 percent their dad yeah i mean yep. i showed i showed i don't know i mean i did show you some of my holdbacks that that, that my big retic made emilio remember i showed you some of my holdbacks i guarantee yeah. some of those are going to be like half her size i guarantee it and yeah and She's a big bitch, you know, because the way I fed her. Yeah, she's a big girl. She's a big girl, dude. Yeah. And and but and she's fifty percent super dwarf. Like she came from an F one, hundred percent pure super dwarf mom. You know what I'm saying? And look how big she is. So, hey, listen. At the end of the day, I just like transparency, and I don't want anyone to get bamboozled anymore by the retics because it's not fair, you know. Um. So, anyways, I don't know. Last year was pretty crazy, huh? With the retic drama, it was pretty nuts. <laughs> yeah. How do you how do you think though, Shane? Like, were you kind of like, oh my god? Like, what, what? How did how did you? Okay, first and foremost, how do you feel about all the drama that happens in the reptile world? Like, and I know you you get a lot of it and you hear a lot of it because your boys with me. But I'm just saying. But like, how do you how do you soak it in? How do you look at some of the shit that you've seen so far? As far as seeing it, like, well, I don't let none of it affect me, regardless. Right. <clears throat> Facts. But. It's just wild, like stuff that I would never think is happening, or people saying stuff that I would never think. But aside of that, most of it's just entertaining. Like it's not gonna get me upset. So I, like, Instagram trolls and shit like that. It's entertainment to me. Well, and now, as far as like things being put on blast, like the far, you know, when you kept seeing all these like videos on Samson, do you feel like that's a benefit to the hobby, or do you feel like that's kind of overkill and like? Some of the shit just needs to let it right on its own. How do you feel as far as that stuff goes? I think it's, I I think that uh, Lucas did the right thing putting it out. I definitely think it should have been brought out to the public. I can see how some people could have took it a little bit overboard with like within themselves in the community, but I definitely think that should have been public information for people to know. If not, how how is this ever going to stop? Which I don't even know if it's going to stop, regardless. Yeah. But for Lucas, for Lucas being actually involved in that community, nobody could speak. I feel like better than Lucas and and, and his homie Nate. So I do want to say, right. I feel like those are the guys who had the biggest pull on speaking on the matter versus anyone else. What are you gonna say, Emilio? I'm I'm all about the truth. Yeah, me too. If yeah, there's a whistleblower and he's bringing the info to protect the public, to protect the uh, all of us. Uh, That's I'm what it's forward. about. I mean, you know, it, this is what it, okay. If you really think about it, the ones who are upset about the noise being made are the ones who are been making money in this for a very long time with all the with all this bullshit that's been happening. So to them, they're like, oh, uh, another animal abuser. Well, I've been making money for 30, 40 years in this. There's always been an animal abuser. So shut the fuck up. OK, but then we're like, well, hold on. We're not here to make money. We're here to say that's fucked up about the animal. So. The reason why a lot of people want to be hush hush as far as people who've been in the industry because it could fuck up their potential money with whatever business they don't they just rather it be sh shut up versus like the younger generation wanting to speak up on it and I'm with the younger generation bro because at the end of the day yeah I do sell snakes I do want make want to make money but I want I stand by fucking quality I stand by like 
great husbandry. I don't, I, I would, if I could not keep up with my collection, I wouldn't sell anything. Like if I had a problem with cleanliness, like stuff that might come back to me, I would not sell a fucking single snake. I wouldn't, I, I'd be, I'd be too scared because like, that's your fucking name, everything. Was- but it some, seems like some people don't give a shit about that at all. And those are people from the, the older days. Let's be honest. Nobody knew, nobody knew coming in this game, not giving a fuck about their name. Let's be honest. The, there was everyone, no way around um, the way this was done for this guy to, to, to say it, that it wasn't true. It, this this was a nail in the coffin, and it was right to do it. Let's be real, you right. know. If yeah. not, he'd be surviving still. Dude, I would have like this is gonna sound fucked up, but before I found everything out, like I was actually wanting to go down to his facility because he was like, "Yo, you come in, I'll um, I'll pay you in a couple snakes. You can just help out." I was like, "Hell yeah, I'm gonna learn." Oh my I'm god, gonna... dude! Shane, you have children. Why would you do that? You have I a had family. No, obviously, I didn't. Yeah, I'm oh glad I did. Bro, Shane, I... Shane, guys, I know someone that he offered work to. And told them to go live over there Ooh, and all that shit. Fuck that. We didn't get too deep into it, but but th- this guy was preying on people, bro. Oh, especially yeah. the young man. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Yeah, definitely wasn't gonna be a full time. I just wanted to go down for like a few days, check it out, learn something. No, oh, but he was offering people full time positions and yeah, all types of shit to live over there and live. I don't know if it was to live with him, but I know I of heard, someone I, that thought about it. I heard some of the stories about that and it was it's wild. Yeah. And you know what? She loves animals. She fucking loves animals. That was part of that was one of the reasons she wanted to go. You know? Yeah. But you but, know, also the, the, okay, but I, I, we're gonna end it at this because I don't want to make yeah. this all fucking goddamn Samson. Yeah, but for real. I will say the biggest the biggest thing about Samson being thrown under the bus were the names being attached to Samson. That was the biggest, like holy shit and that's the only reason why it rocked the hobby so well because you know you you know you did have it was a lot of conspiracy type shit but also like a lot of dots that got connected that were like whoa and a lot of it got exposed on my show not on purpose sorry but i'm just saying fuck bro like you know you, you may you may think you get away with some shit catches up to you quick you know what i'm saying dirty fucking chonies the, the, the caca stains on your underwear always show up in the wash even after you wash them just saying True saying. I don't know what Milo's doing. I think he's asleep. I'm <laughs> sorry. He was looking down to fucking sleep. Anyways, hey, so okay, let's talk about what you have going on as far as you getting ready to breed stuff. Where how far are you from breeding? Well, let's talk about that, Shane. Um, the ball pythons have been I've been pairing them up, and I have a few. Maybe it's just I haven't recognized them properly yet, but I I think a few are getting close to that point. We go ahead. Go ahead. We missed the question. Real quick, in my opinion, what was that first ball python you got? That that's what ever? I want to know first. Ever or that I'm like in my project. Your first yeah. ball python and your first tr- gene, the first gene that got you into ball pythons. It, it was a normal ball python. Okay. Classic. The one that yeah. your daughter wanted, right? No, I wanted it, and then I got oh, into, yeah. actually got into an argument about that snake because I wanted it so bad. Just a normal ball python, and I ended up getting it. Took it home, had it in a bioactive for like a couple of years. Then ended up giving away when I was slimming down a little bit. Yeah, how the how the bioactive go? <laughs> <laughs> it actually went. <laughs> I knew I knew that was coming. Um, 
it actually went fairly well. Like, I actually didn't have that much. I didn't really have issues once I got it dialed in. But complete, I definitely yeah, complete not, sheds? Complete sheds? Yeah. Sheds were good. I, I need I need documentation. You didn't take pics, did you? I could maybe if I can find some in one of my uh, old phones, I'll send them to you. No, nah, you're good. <laughs> hey, so bro, I gotta ask, did you get did you get a Volta female to kind of you know since you want big snakes, bro? Yeah, no, I just found indoors. out what a Volta was like last year. Oh, uh, okay, okay. How did you kind of uh your your thinking was to have the big snakes? You know, how did how did that go with the ball pythons, bro? I don't know. I just wanted all the snakes I could get at that time when I first oh, got okay. in. But sorry, yeah. MJ, I kind of interrupted your flow, bro. You're no, you're good, bro. I mean, as long as you're awake. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I was trying to look for something real quick to, to add. To um, no, I but, mean, yeah, go ahead, Shane. No, Zanin, but after that, as far as ball pythons now, um, we talked we talk quite a bit before I got into it. Me and MJ did. Um, as far as guiding me and helping me find a path, which I'm still, I feel like I'm getting a lot better as figuring out where I want to be, like within the next few years now. But um, I, I really like a lot of the dark stuff. I think you know that already, Emilio. I like a lot of the, the dark morphs. I want to add a few things. Now. I think Blackhead was one of them. I think it's pretty dope. Yeah. I like I mean, dark yeah, you already, you, already, you already have a really good GHI foundation going on. Like you have personally because i know because i sold it to you but i'm just saying you have some really good dark shit where if you add blackhead and whatever and that you know obviously the other recessives that we talked about <laughs> dude telling you right now that's just gonna be tits what i can tell you is that the dark stuff is always exciting yeah always exciting bro um especially with hypo yeah man there's no wrong way um just you got a solid uh you got solid ideas so I love the dark stuff. I think the we need a, we need a real recognized real moment, okay? And I don't know if you're tapped in with the homie Will yet, Shane. Shout out to the homie Will Moros. This is one of Canada's finest. Do you follow this guy, Shane? Yeah, I, I heard of Will. Dude, this is the man right here, bro. All right, this is this this guy right here is the shit. All right, this is, this is somebody you could really look at, look at and see that he has his own shit going on with the ball python game. Um, but hypo, been a fan of hypo. You've been a hypo. You've been a hypo fan this entire time, right? Yes, yes. Before I even knew about what was big, I'm still trying to figure out what's big. I just I like what I like, and that's probably what I'm gonna work with. So you see a lot. Of, you see a lot of DG stuff too, right? I see a lot. Don't have any. But what what do you like as far as you know DG? Do you have you do you ever feel like DG and hypo or like one is better than the other, or do you like both? What's your opinion on DG and hypo? Um, I don't think I. It's kind of crazy to Keep say it 100, no. bro. Don't that's worry like about the it. number one morphine out there right now being talked about. But um, I don't think I know enough about all the DG combos, or maybe it just I haven't seen them all yet. So if I had to pick one or the other and only one, I'll pick hypo. I didn't pay him to say that, just so you know. I was no, not. I mean, listen, the proof's in <laughs> the pudding. Not, he doesn't that have paid, that was not paid advertisement, just so you he know. He doesn't have DG. I mean, he's not lying. Yeah, I, I mean, do have hypo. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. He you will know? get DG though, because I'm gonna give him some DG. Yeah, yeah. He's, he'll, yeah he'll be all right. You gotta have DG in, in your projects, especially to blend it with hypo. And then yeah. you know, figure out where you're going with that dark stuff. I mean now I will say, man, the ball python game is something you have to obsess over. Otherwise, you're not gonna really 
understand or grasp where to re- where to lead stuff because you have people who obsess over it Emilio, and i don't i don't want to say it. maybe i do a little bit because you, you have to you have to realize where you want to take your fucking path with shit because you don't want to you don't want to run down things that are already being ran down like you don't want to be that guy who is auctioning everything that you have or literally is buy one get one free on anything that you have available like you got to be really confident and really happy with the stuff that you're working with so do you find yourself doing research when you need to at all with the ball pythons or like how much are you really looking into with the ball python stuff that's currently out there right now shane a lot especially like recently a, a lot more recently than before excuse me now that i'm kind of starting to grasp as far as like future looking towards the future projects so now i actually know like what to look for or at least yep. what for for a long what, time what i would need to plan to to get my project to where i want it to be instead of the whole like this is what I like. How can I just make the same thing again? That's already been made a bunch of times. So now yeah, it's we, starting to pick a whole lot more. We talked a little bit recently and I told, uh, I was talking to Shane and telling him that it took me a long time to get other species because like MJ said, uh, you need to really immerse yourself and obsess over where you're going with ball pythons. That way you make sound good decisions. So your, your foundation is solid. So yeah, that that's what you're doing now. You're you're pretty much obsessing over where you're gonna go with your ball pythons, correct? Yes, that's that's definitely where it's been. I've been on morph market looking at trying to see what this does to this, what this looks like with this, because that's kind of been the hard. Thing. I really respect like especially like you and a bunch of other people. Like we'll say like you add a certain gene or a combination, you know exactly like how it's gonna change the snake. So that's one yeah. thing that. I've- trying to get a good grasp of i mean let's be honest bro being a part of the trap talk patreon family the view unit group chat those are like cheat codes bro like they're they're, and i will say even v unit family more because it's more ball python influence in that chat i learn shit damn near every day in the v unit chats bro like certain shit like god damn like shout out to me jq the homie paul there's just some ogs a part of that family that just drop some shit that you're just like Whoa, this is fucking nuts. And then shit pops off all the time, huh, huh Emilio? Especially in the morning. And we're all honest. In the morning. The morning, the morning's you trap and V unit. The mornings are even just if, popping. Yeah. Even if we're gonna have a like a real spirited rough debate and people gotta walk away from the phone, uh, it happens. Um, I'm not gonna lie to nobody. I'm not gonna I'm sugarcoat shit. Um, you know, neither does MJ. MJ in in his though in his uh trap chat and you know it's it's we say what we got to say you know take and it or leave take it or leave it and we're making people better you know exactly that's how it should be i mean because at the end of the day like we we i don't know there's just so much experience we like to speak on and what what's better to speak on than experience and and, and i just know there's a lot of excited people excitable people out there there's a lot of Google researchers that they, they depend on Google, and I get that. Okay, I'm I get that your book, your Google told you this, but based off my experience, what I've seen right here, not what whatever the fuck Google told you, I I I stand tall in those type of like I don't say arguments, but those little debates that we that we tend to have, you know. Um, but the biggest thing that I feel like is like a, a, a thing to learn with the V Unit family and the Trap family is just conversations about projects of where they're headed because that's one thing like you said emilio even though it might ruffle some feathers we really talk about the future of some projects and we really talk about 
okay, like really Kiki, is it going to be around much longer or like, well, you know, or, or just, I'm just saying, that was just an example. I'm sorry. No shot at Kiki. I'm just saying that was just one, one of many sunset, names. You know, you could, you could, you could <laughs> fix that by saying sunset and a couple other things, you know, hey, let's piss everybody off. Right. Shane, <laughs> Shane, what do you feel about sunset? I haven't been inclined to add it to my collection yet. <laughs> Are you inclined at all? Because, like, I mean, I mean, just saying. Okay, we talked about a little bit of DG and hypo, but what would be that one gene you would want to add to the mix? Like, and let's let's think of like a heavier one. You know what I'm saying? That I would really want to add right now. Yeah. As far as real big, I don't know. Like I've been, I've been looking at like Wookie stuff and like just other like stuff to mix with the like dark and black pastel combinations. But I, I, I don't have a mindset on something really big other than like um, adding some DG in right now. You have can, to, I, can I share one? Confusion. Yes, absolutely. Can I share one? Yes. Yeah. I'm asking Emilio because he looks mad at me. I'm just kidding. No, no. What do you mean? No, just a joke. It's a joke. Oh, I, I'm just like Dude. wondering what you're gonna say. Go, me. What are you gonna say? I'm not gonna say. It. Gonna... I'm wondering what you're gonna say. No, you go first. You go first. No, that I, I love what he's thinking—the chocolate, the Wookie. You know, it blends into exactly what he wants and what he likes. Uh, confusion is a good one. Acid. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. dude, you could run with those with everything you have. Yep. But go ahead, MJ. I'm wondering now what I... you were gonna say. Here's the thing, because I get so scared of wanting to add anything because, you know, as much as I say you got to wait and, you know, put time into things, um, I, I'm willing to put in time to, to something like Exantic. I'm not I'm not joking. I, I really think I think Exantic and Hypo should be best friends forever. I really do. And I think they should never separate from each other. I just what, what thing the thing about me it's like I would have to start all over in a sense and I'm okay with that because I ain't going anywhere and and you know I I got nothing but time so that's fine you know but it's like now I have to figure out what what path do I want to take True Ghost where no one else is taking it and from what I know and from what me and Milo talked about there's so much meat on the bone with True Ghost like there's a lot of fucking possibilities with True Ghost and uh, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, yeah we've he's getting into Exantic for sure. Hundred percent. Yeah, I love True Ghost. I don't know why I wasn't thinking Exantic. It's been a long day, but Exantic's definitely on the list. It's just, it's just mind blowing. Like, if we were to talk about what would really kill it at a fucking show, let's just say you had half double recessive, hypo DG or whatever, but then let's say the other half was True Ghost shit. Like, you are not. You're gonna be breaking necks. I'm sorry. Because, because let's be honest, JD, people who I've seen who have real sick exantic stuff, and I haven't seen Emilio in person yet, so I can't speak on his yet, but I know his shit's fire. But I'm just saying shit that I've seen at shows that have real exantic in it break necks. Exantic breaks necks at shows, okay? And also just, it, I mean, why not have something in color and something in black and white? But True Ghost is more like a blue, right? Like we're, we're talking something that is a hue blue that cannot be mimicked in any other kind of morph i feel like it's it's oh. it's literally its own thing right emilio true ghost it's definitely got next and you know what uh shane i'm gonna tell you this it wasn't worked much when i started getting into it i'm proud of myself 
that I'm deep in it now. And I've got all this double recessive stuff to put to it. So what I'm saying to you is that this is what you have to do. You have to find that next step for yourself and make it happen. Because that's it. I've got a group of animals ready to go for this project. And now I could, you know, add whatever I want to it and go forward, you know, add my vision to it. For sure. For sure. And it's that's just, what you got to do now with your stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of like planning for me because I also don't want to have a huge ball python collection. So it's meticulous planning at this yeah, point. Sure. And also that's another thing about me, right? Because I'm trying to, I'm trying to chill. I'm trying to di dial back, but here I am wanting to add Exantic. So how the fuck does that work? <laughs> uh, for you, that's easily going to be another 15 animals. Easily. I mean, at least. Yeah. But then again, I can, you know, yeah, I don't see because I feel like what I have now is what I need. If not, probably need more to hit the goals that I want because everything changes once you start hitting for this double recessive shit. You know when, what I'm saying? Like for yourself, when you start adding it to those uh, hypo, hypo clown projects that you have going, it's going to yeah. be dope. But I would have to, I would have to invest in some visual exantics. I wouldn't want to, yeah. you know what I mean? I, I would yeah. have to go in and like, you know, yeah. like, and I'm trying to expand this place. So I feel like the expansion needs to happen first before the, because dude, if the expansion happens, I'm fucking bring it on. Example, what is 15 ball pythons? Give me fucking 20. No, I don't want that much. I'm just saying, and, I, Shane, it changes. But and Shane, for you, what 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 is a ball python collection that you're comfortable with having? Side <clears throat> that will lead you into producing your future projects. I would say, realistically, what what I would actually want probably. Less than 30. Where are you at now? <laughs> About a little over halfway there. Okay. Yeah. So, but I have, I do have space and the capacity to take in more, just realize what I want. Cause I also like a lot of other species I would like to add and save space for that. So, yep. So, and what do you think, MJ? He's got to get a, a powerful animal to minimize uh, collection size. A yeah, bit, a I'm, powerful animals. I'm gonna be making them that powerful animal. Shane's in a really good place. Shane, like, sh there's not much. I mean, I, yes, of course, I'm grilling them because it's new breed on the block. But at the end of the day, like, I'm gonna do a lot of the heavy working for Shane with his ball pythons because you know why he needs to concentrate on green tree pythons. Let's talk about green tree pythons. <laughs> yeah, let's go, dude. I, I will say, Shane. I, I love people like you because you just love it all. Like, it seems like you do like the big snakes, but as you learn about something new. You're all game for it, man. And the green tree pythons don't change your life, haven't they? Dude, I love these things so much. Like, <laughs> I love it. They got me like rethinking, like, what do I need to get rid of so I can have like <laughs> that behind you, that behind you right there. Facts. Oh my God. I, I, I can't wait, but I, I'm, I'm going to take it slow. I'm not going to rush into it, but I'm definitely yeah. going to add a few more this year. I love the one you've been sharing in your reels and your posts. Dude, I love, love that. Yeah, that's from um, from Mark Hager, Tex Texas Condros. Love that thing, dude. Calco line too, bro. Like your very first like raised up Condro that you're going to be having is a Calco line fucking Condro. Some serious le lineage in that in that Mark Hager production. Um, but let's let's really talk about the transition so far. You know, obviously, you know, because dude, you want more Condros but 
what you have for now is enough, isn't it? Like it's you're soaking so much every day just by looking at them. And of course, you you do get greedy and you want more. But isn't it just kind of just therapeutic seeing the two that you have every single day? I could just stare at them for hours. I could stare at them not moving for hours. <laughs> it's just yeah, hundred percent. It, it definitely two two is good. Now, I, and, and people trip out because I, I I say, dude, keeping chondros is easier than ball pythons. Like, it's less work. And I fucking try to tell people this. And some people think I'm nuts. But why don't you talk about the care and the keeping of chondros so far? How straightforward and easy has that been? Easiest snake that I have to care for, that I've ever had to care for. So change the water, feed it, and it rarely poops compared to most of my other snakes. I'm used to cleaning retake pee damn near every day so this has been a breeze chondros are nice yeah man and, and you know let's kind of talk about like the ambience that you're running like what are the temps because you know you're in the east coast and that's you know i don't want to say it's a lot tougher having a you know unless you're in florida but if you're in the east coast or if you're in the midwest and you're dealing with some crazy seasons like you gotta you gotta be able to adjust and you have to be on top of that shit and i'm curious on how you adjust in your room and your and like you know are you controlling your entire room ambient like let's kind of talk about how you have the temps and all that stuff so right now i have i actually they're both in two separate rooms so i have them on two completely different setups okay one of them is in my i have a small ambient room that i keep um the adult aru in okay and that um during the day it's about average is about 80 84 85 average during the day with a little swing and then at night it drops down to like 78 79. okay but the only issue i have there is i have to spray a lot during the winter because humidity right. is, yeah humidity gets real bad so i'm gonna i'm thinking about just adding like a big humidifier i've been hearing people talk about just add it in there and see if that helps you want to trip out about something but i mean and i know Amelia always loved to learn about stuff and um whoa you there what happened shane where'd you go Somebody from someone someone from his motorcycle club's calling him, for sure. There he is. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. You there? I'm gonna kick you out. Come back in. Come right back in. Click the link because I can't hear you now. Good job. <laughs> I didn't know what I was gonna say. Oh yeah, I know what I was gonna say. Um, because this is crazy. You know, you know how I'm a big I'm a big advocate of spraying, right? You know, I'm a big sprayer. Mm -hmm. About to drop some shit right now that's gonna make you think but i'll wait for shane to come back hey guys get the likes up please this has been a great episode so far we're an hour in get the likes up please especially if you like emilio's headphones get the likes up right now hey have you adjusted to the new setup what's up how do you like how do you like being like on the i, I think so uh, <laughs> sounds a lot better today right <laughs> yeah for sure 100 percent um yeah, except for this cough I can't even notice it. You don't sound bad. No. I'll tell you that much. Oh, okay. He's back. All right. I don't all know right. what happened. My bad. It's all good. But check this out, bro. Um, and obviously, this is going to be more of a topic to to talk about, like during like a all in the tree Tuesday type segment. But you know, Shane, I'm a big sprayer. You know, I like spraying my animals, right? But I don't like stuck sheds. Like if I could find a way to avoid stuck sheds, I'm going to find a way to avoid stuck sheds. And I thought. The way I spray, especially if there's one in shed, I'll really spray her. You know what I'm saying? But I thought by doing that, it ensures a complete solid shed. Turns out, 
according to Coach Rice, I don't know if you guys know who Coach Rice is, Spirit Snake on Instagram. He's, he's bred all the emeralds. He's a bunch G. of emeralds. He's yeah. a G. He's fucking good. He's out of Florida, Emilio. Um, but anyways, he said that he's not had a suck shed in two years, and that's how long it's been since he's ever sprayed an animal. And I'm like, whoa, what? Like, and he doesn't spray at all. I mean, and 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 it pisses me off because he could get away with that. He's in Florida. Florida, no problems with humidity in South Florida whatsoever. Okay, but anyways, I asked him, well, what do you mean the spraying caused a bad shed? And something about the water affecting some sort of the oil on the skin of a snake that does something to the actual skin to keep it shedding from good. So that unnatural, realistic of water spraying it all, all the time could actually cause it to have a bad shed. And I had no idea. Hmm. Isn't, that, isn't that weird? Yeah, interesting. Like I said, I still want to rant about this. I'm not saying what this guy's saying is comp completely accurate, but holy shit, I made sure that the and the humidity's up on this snake too. So I, I had no idea why the fuck it would have a stuck shed. It was very confusing. And turns out that overspraying could cause stuck sheds. So you're just better off just uh spraying the substrate or the, the enclosure. Well, maybe, right. Dumping the water. Yeah. 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 And, and you know, and I just thought, how could it hurt? But apparently crazy right yeah well because i got uh fucking electric sprayer so i just go in when i'm spraying especially is that that big backpack that you wear yeah an electric sprayer that's what that is yeah battery powered sprayer electric sprayer i don't know man i still want to get i still want to get uh the whatchamacallit king the king the miss king because, I mean, I love spraying these, but the monitors, they need like a minute and a half, like two minutes of spraying. And that's a fucking long time of just sitting there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but other than other than your humidity kind of being something you have to battle, what about the temps? Like the temps have ever, like you obviously just have heat and all that controlled in your room. Or like, what do you do as far as like the cold and shit that you get hit with over in the East Coast? So even if I didn't have the snakes, I'm going to keep my house warm regardless. <clears throat> That's true. <laughs> I don't like the cold. My friends give me shit about it all the time. So, like, I, the coldest I keep my house is like seventy three. Oh, that's oh, that's the coldest. Coldest, yeah. So it doesn't. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't have issues with temps. The coldest I go is about sixty eight, sixty nine. I'm the same. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, really anything under that is pretty uncomfortable, I would say. Yeah, right? yeah. I don't, don't want to be that fucking cold. Yeah. I think 71 is a good spot. I, I like yeah. 71. I could chill at 71 yeah, well, because even if I want to cover up, I could cover up at 71. Or if I want, I could just wear my sand. Whatever you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Um, But, yeah, okay. So, I mean, you never got, you know, no RIs. You never had any issues with snakes getting hit with anything from, from your experience so far? No, but I also, like, other than the – my ambient room everything else like all my pvc closures i use the same thing the the heat panels so they all hold well i don't have issues with temperature swings or anything in any of my rooms okay now feeding man let's talk about feeding how, how much have you adjusted as far as like you know feeding your collection because obviously more snakes more problems as far as feeding goes um have you always managed to keep up with the feeding do you feel like you could take on more do you even breed your own rodents where are you getting your rodents let's talk about all that <clears throat> So I started breeding rodents about for about a year now, about a year. And it's actually people, people say how much they hate it and this and that, but I've actually been enjoying it. Me and my kids have been really enjoying it. <laughs> your yeah, boy, 
your boy can make some real content with that, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but so I also have it set up where it doesn't take me too long to get all my rodent, like get them all clean. I have double the tubs and everything I need. So I can just prep everything before, get ready and just swap them over. Everything's real quick. And all then, right. but before that, yeah, I was spending, spending a lot. Especially once I started growing and adding the ball pythons, because I feel like I was spending more money on the small rats than I do feeding rabbits to the big snakes. Just what do you What do you breed exactly? What rodents? I think I think they're called Norwegian rats, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, just just the regular rats I could get my hands okay. on. Those are big, right? Those are the big ones. I got some big fuckers. Some of them are pretty good. fucking big. What's good for you is that you have the animals to retire. Uh, yeah. The cycle the breeders which is great yeah so nothing goes to waste but so that's been easy and it's just getting to the point now where um everything that does eat the smaller rats i have enough to get everything like fresh killed so buy and still put some in the freezer so it's nice i'm not i don't have a very small rodent or feed bill now i just buy like pigs and rabbits for the big I, have stuff. A, I have a confession to, to, to both you guys um okay this was like probably a month or two ago when we were really talking like me and Milo kept having episodes about asfs and we're going back and forth and then the next morning i posted a picture of like a solid ass shit and i'm like this is an asf shit and then shane's like huh my rat shit looks like that too by the way that, was, that snake never had one asf its entire life that was <laughs> nice <laughs> I remember. I, I I legit thought it was an ASF eater, but it wasn't. I was now because after you're like, well, my rat, you're like my snakes eat rats, and that shit looks like that too. And then I went back and looked at the snake, and I really thought about it. I was like, oh, this one's on rats. Never mind. All right, all right, JP. <laughs> I, just, I just hate being wrong sometimes. That's all. I, that's like, so I didn't admit it. I just admitted it now. So hey, what'd you just call me? Nothing. Well, wow, dude. I'm just that's playing, bro. It's a, it's a joke, not that, bro. Not that being JP is a bad thing. I'm, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm American. You know what I'm that's, saying? That's, that's all. Homie. That's the homie. I mean, I'm he, a, he talked I, about the shits that day. You know? He did. Yeah. But what, what do you think of that argument? You know, ASFs being a better source of diet for a ball python and getting better clutches and et cetera, et cetera, Shane? Me? Well, yeah. <clears throat> I have nothing to say about it because ASFs are illegal here, so I've never even fed a snake ASF before. Oh, so that don't matter to you. No. Yeah, quite a know. few states. Quite a few states are ASFs are illegal because of farming. Just saying. If there's a lot of farming or ag agriculture, whatever, yeah. that you're not going to have because those things they could fucking just eat a bunch of you know farm stock and all that shit if it wanted to or gotcha. whatever. That word is. But even frozen is illegal, which is weird because like I want you can get them off Cold Blood Cafe or wherever, but I can't even get that. It's weird. So they, they don't allow you they don't allow you to ship the, the, the ASFs? I haven't tried, but when I was looking at the law here, even if you're found with like parts of one, like frozen parts or whatever, to my knowledge, I may be wrong, but this is what I've been you're, told from you're wrong. Okay. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> no, because I already looked I already looked into it. No, I, I look I hella looked into this because California is very strict. You can't have any, any ASFs, but if they're killed, you could you, if they're frozen thawed, if they're not alive, you can't breed them is one thing. You can't keep them alive. But if they're dead, you're you're totally good. As far as yeah. California goes, I don't I don't see why that wouldn't be the same for Virginia. I'll for real, like for why? Sure. What, what? What? How could they harm the the environment by being dead? That that was my thought process. I mean. but. <laughs> so you know, if that's the case, are you looking to maybe get some AFFs going, or what's up? 
Well, I can't breed them. No, I meant like, you know, if you can <laughs> order some. If you oh, can order some. Yeah, yeah. I def I'll definitely yeah. give it a try, yeah. Yo, I got a question for you, Shane. Like, when you start breeding ball pythons, any plans on breeding a small colony of mice to feed your babies? I thought, I thought about it. If I so, I haven't had any. Well, I also haven't had any like hatchling, hatchling, super tiny hatchlings. Yeah, once you're once you're ready to breed your ball pythons, start a little colony of mice. Mice are are easier to get ball pythons started. Yeah. So I've heard. I have no experience, but I've heard. People are having issues keeping mice and rats in the same like same room, and the mice won't breed. Yeah, just give breed? it a try. Give it a try. Maybe you could do it. That's in yeah, big sure. facilities, from what I've heard. Yeah, I I did it, and you know, and I think that is only for like huge facilities. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was able to do it. I had mice, ASFs, and rats all cracking in one room. Yeah, I'll but, try it out. Yeah. Now, um. Let me ask you, what big questions do you have as far as going into breeding your first ball python? Like any, does any, like, okay, for me, what always stood out to me is like, okay, how do I know when she's gravid? And I would always see pictures, but I couldn't wait to see an actual ovulation. What is it with you? Like, what is it that you're looking forward to the most as far as once you start pairing snakes? That's definitely one big one because I thought I've had a gravid snake so many times. I'm like, oh, she's <laughs> I was like, prelay shit right here. This is it. Yep. Yeah. But um, other than that, I think the incubation, making sure the incubation is straight is what I'm kind of, I want to say worried. I'm sure it'll go fine, but that's kind of like a main focus of making sure everything is like really dialed in. Do you have an incubator? I don't have like an official one. I'm using, I have a big ass Yeti cooler with water because I, from all my research, that works. the the wet style incubation just stood that, That's That's what I, I like. That's that was a Garrett Hartle thing. I, did you learn that with retail reptiles? Where'd you learn that one at? I can't remember where I first heard it, but I did hear it from Garrett. I seen I seen his video on it. Um, there was a few chondro people talking about they do wet style incubation as well. I can't remember the names, but I, yeah, I've seen a few people do it, so I, I think it'll be fine. I think it's mainly like an OG technique. I think like before incubators got to where they were at this day, like a lot of people used coolers back in the day from what I know. Yeah. I mean, also one part is because I, I know like what type of person I am and I don't know if I'm going to have a hard time leaving the eggs alone. So having that big body of water to keep everything warm every time I go in there to fucking look at it when I'm not supposed to be. Yeah. You should leave those eggs alone if you I want should. my advice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because I will tell you, okay, like there's like, dude, I, you know, a lot of people tell me and, you know, shout out to all the homies who have love for me as far as my luck with the chondros go. But I have a lot of people go, MJ, oh my God, it sucks with like your success with chondros. And I'm like, dude, a lot of the beginning stuff happened because my ass wasn't fucking patient. Like I fucked with them. I moved the probe. So like, I don't feel it, it was me. I was the one that fucking did it. Now, mind you, you know, it just. As you start to learn, you learn that the less you fuck with things, the better off you just, you know, you got to let things happen and, and you'll know, but obviously oh, you don't, you, don't, you know, you got to see it first. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. what you're looking for. You're looking to see that shit go down. Um, but you'll, you know, ball pythons, let's be honest. You could open up that egg box every fucking day. If you want, you'll be fine. As long as that incubator temperature and that humidity is on point. If you want to open up that lid every fucking day, you can, and you'll be perfectly fine. <laughs> All Python eggs are indestructible, man. You can, you know, I mean, trust me, they could go bad, but really difficult let's just say that you know i agree with that for the most part you'll be good i so, think so yeah
But I will say, if I could recommend an incubator out there, shout out to Sea Serpents. I would go uh, Sea Serpents all day, every day. Those, uh, they're called, uh, what are they called? Hot boxes? Or what are they called? The, uh, I forget the name of them, but I think I'm actually going to order one. The hot box. Yeah, yeah the, inside the hot box or something like that. I forget. So, um, all right, Shane, I got to ask you. You haven't been to a big reptile show yet. Like you haven't been to an NARBC and you haven't been to a reptile super show, correct? Not yet. Okay. How do you feel about the big shows? Um, is there a specific show you're looking forward to maybe attending one day? Oh, def I definitely want to go to a super show on the West Coast. I have to. Yeah, baby. So, of course, that and Tinley is like two, two big shows. And um, what's it now? Is it, where they, is it Dallas now? Yeah, April, NARBC, Dallas. It's gonna be yeah. weird. I mean, I, I would tell you, I would tell you to go, go to Trap Fest. He's going. He's That's already locked in. Trap yeah, Fest. Anaheim. Hit that show first, bro. Then hit Tinley. You won't. You you're gonna love Tinley, bro. Yeah. So with everything I have going on this year, the that's probably gonna be my first big big show. Can't wait. And, and obviously, you already said you flew out here before and visited Jay. You can't, you've been to Cali before, you said, right? Yeah. So I actually lived in Cali for about a little over a year. And then um, that's not, that, this was way before Snakes, though. And then I ended up flying back because I got family out there. Uh, my kid's mother just found me out there. So we went back, made the trip to go see Jay, take the kids out there. So, yeah. What part, what part, what part of Cali? Did I live at or? Yeah. What part of Cali did you live at? San Diego. What? Yeah, dude. You tell me this. I live right um right there <laughs> on Palm, Palm Avenue. What? Yeah. What? That's dude. Okay, Palm how Avenue did, is that. How Palm did you Avenue, not talk about that? Palm Avenue. I, this is crazy. I don't know. Palm Avenue is that that fucking street that took us to the taco shop that we went to. Tacos El Gordo. Oh you know, shit. On that on that, that strip. Yeah, and, and and then the ocean's right there because Palm Avenue is not far from at all from the ocean. Wow, bro, that's sick. So you're in South South San Diego. So you're really in SD. Because, like, no offense to, like, North San Diego, but that shit's fucking – you're not in San Diego unless you're in South San Diego. That's where all the real deal, like, Mexican taco shops are at. So, bro, you had some real deal fucking good food while you lived here, I'm assuming, for sure. Yeah, it was, it was great. Damn, Palm Avenue? What year was this? Oh, this was 2012, 2013. It was a while ago. So how old were you then? 20. When I first got there, I was 20. Damn. So I turned 21 in California. Wow, what a place to turn 21 at. <laughs> and you ain't never smoked weed in your entire life? What the fuck? That's <laughs> You must have been around some good people. Yeah, I get this every time. People people give me this every time. It's like a like it's kind of like, you know, you're in San Diego, you go to a taco shop, you're in San Diego, you smoke weed, like it's like it almost goes hand in hand. I mean, shit, me go smoke the dab. <laughs> <laughs> how was that i smoked the whole time i was over there bro yeah he smoked every day he really did we're gonna try that dab thing again to me though you gotta give me one shot he said started looking at me all like what's wrong with you man what the fuck is wrong with you, you need to stop bro, that shit his why okay i will say that what kind of fucked this guy up even more as far as him his trip on the dab was his wife and his daughter just giving him shit and i was just like damn and it was i mean i I know that feeling, so really, I'm like, damn, they're going in on him, and he's probably tripping. But he did good. He, he bounced back. He San made Diego's it. Amazing, man. Yeah. Amazing. The trap is that, amazing. 
That's so cool that you so live here, bro. And Palm Avenue, that's my that's my stopping in a way. That's like I grew up on around over there. So it's like that's fucking epic, dude. Um yeah. Shane, when you go, you're gonna have so much fun, bro. Oh, I can't yeah, wait. Just be careful with the dab, okay? Huh? <laughs> just be careful with the dab. He oh, habitually he habitually does this. No, okay? I don't, bro. That's unfair. <laughs> that is unfair to say about me because I did not, this was not on purpose. Emilio. He asked, when should we smoke? Should we smoke right now? I did now? hit it hard, though. Uh, and I was it like, ain't, It ain't on his fault. You know? I didn't press it on him. He asked me, yo, when are we going to smoke? Like, are we going to smoke now? And I'm like, well, do you want to smoke before dinner? And he, we, there was like a 30-second pause. And he's like, well, it would make, it would make dinner fun. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I was like, sure. And in my head, I was like, give him the tiniest one, MJ. Don't give him a big one. And I gave him, I gave him one that was left over from my dab. Barely a little drop. And I, but but it was a bigger drop than I thought because once I once I saw it hit and I saw the cloud go up I was like oh fuck and yeah the rest <laughs> is history <laughs> he yeah, did it careful. though initiation make sure Mark is there make sure Mark is there supervising okay Mark's a good supervisor I've given yeah, yeah. dude oh, I've taken I've given Mark some blasters bro he takes it pretty well um, now you brought up baby mama okay um, you have two kids yes. Same, same baby, same baby mom. Whoa, what is going on with this? That was so weird. Some fucking <laughs> it shit. That was some it shit. No, but okay. So same, same, same baby mom for two kids, right? Yes. Okay. How does she feel about you having them around the snakes? Is she like super, like what the fuck you doing? Or is she super chill? Just trying to see what kind of time she's on. She was the one that started this, but she was the one that wanted the snake in the first place. That got me into snakes. Oh, tight. Yeah. So now I have all the snakes and she has none. Kind of weird <laughs> how that works, but <laughs> yeah, I ended up taking uh, at one relationship. We ended up getting a small dog, and I only got the small dog because she wanted it. And when we broke up, guess who took the small dog? Me. I fucking pff, my dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's just how it works. Um, but no, that's cool. I'm sure that makes it easy. Like that's you know, my heart goes out to some people out there who like their spouse, whoever, just they're not into it, and they're really into it, but then they're not into it. And I'm like, you know, I don't know how that works. I'm sure some of them make it work. There he's gone again. Um, Shane. I got to say, though, I don't know what I was going to say. I don't know why his fucking camera keeps going out. Maybe he'll come, maybe he'll come back. <laughs> but, okay, if it's one species you're going to own next, what species is that going to be? Hot seat question to me. Let's go. Uh, shit. I can't even have the Malukan. Right, I don't know. You know, you can't have scrubs. No, nope. uh, you need well. No, you well, you need a permit. I really like the the scrubs, the Malukan that you have, bro. It's freaking beautiful. That's another one that that really stuck with me. Okay, what's not, if, I, if I get something else, maybe a boa, but you know, a couple boas, but no, nah, I don't. I'm not sure, man. The you green want, tree monitor, a tree monitor, maybe. You okay? If you if you had to pick between a tree monitor and a boa constrictor, which one would you pick? A tree monitor. Uh, by the way, shot uh. That last episode of the, the tree monitor episode. Oh, oh man. Chris with Chris dope. Applin. Dope, dope, dope. Chris, Chris is the man, bro. It's it's yeah. it, it hits different when you're talking to somebody who's actually doing research in the wild. Like, you know, oh, like yeah. you have a lot of us who have a lot to speak on because stuff that they do in captivity, and that's fucking awesome because that's a lot of us, that's all we're doing. But when the motherfucker's like sacrificing his 
his well-being and his health out there to go meet with some tribesmen and fucking take you out in the middle of nowhere and like in, in the thick of the shit, bro, just to Incredible. see some tree monitors. It's next level. Incredible episode. Yeah. I watch and, every every minute of it. <laughs> Learn and, and, and I'm 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 a bit more I, I'm gonna say I'm a bit smarter now <laughs> for because of that episode. I highly recommend anyone checking out that episode. I really do. Um Shane, where you at, bro? Can you get it together here, buddy? Jesus Christ. There he is. All right. So uh let's see here. He's gone again. Oh sure. man. All right, Emilio, think of a good wrap-up topic. Because uh, we're gonna need to, you know, I can't can't do this right now with this guy, bro. It's too much. That was a good episode too so far. I mean, we talked a lot. I mean, I really talk about like his uh, his his street bike riding skills because he does some ballsy shit, bro. <laughs> yeah, he got, has some amazing video videos with the GoPro. Cool shit, shit. Looks, shit looks sick. Yeah, Scare, scares me. I'm not gonna lie. The street bike shit scares me. I don't, you know, I've I've seen yeah, some I'm crazy, not, I'm, see some crazy wrecks. Yeah. I'll like pass my dad, out. I'm not. I'm not like. I'm happy my dad's getting fixed because my dad's had a broken hip, two fucked up knees. He's been like a cripple for the last two years, and he hasn't been able to ride. And I'm happy because I don't want like my dude. My dad's sixty something years old on a fucking on on a street bike that's all tricked out and all like you know. And and he's like, he tells me, "Mijo, don't worry, I know what I'm doing." I'm like, "Dad, it's not you. I'm worried about. It's the fucking person who doesn't see you." And you know, I just don't want anything bad to happen to anyone on a street bike you know what i'm saying so but For sure, man. Knock on wood. well no guest has never not come back so he needs to come back because that's if i have to fucking audio call this and end it i totally will but shane uh you need to come back hey what did you have to say about um who did we have on the show not too long ago we were talking about monsoon and shit do you remember who we were talking? Um, we were talking. Yates. And you were, and who was it? Was it Matt Yates? I think it was Matt Yates. Was it Matt Yates? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it was. He's back. Are you back, uh, Shane? Or what's going on, buddy? Oh my gosh! I can't catch a break with these things today. Your phone died, didn't it? Yeah, and then it wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is definitely a new breed on the block series. I'll tell you that much right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> I had to charge your phone, brother. Dude, it's all, it's all good. My computer wasn't working early. My homeboy hooked me up with this badass mic. And I didn't get to use it. Yeah, well, you don't need to use it. Put that fucking thing away right now. Yeah, it's holding my phone up. That's what it's doing. MJ, what were you gonna ask about the monsoon, real quick? I don't even know at this point. I'm just trying to get Shane to get his shit together right now. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I can't even remember. Let me know when you're good, Shane. No, no rush, okay? <laughs> oh man! Now, you upside, now he's upside roasted. down. Now the guy is upside down. You are going to get roasted in both chats. Was that on That's purpose? Real. And in the comments. And now he's out, Shane. But they're going to remember you, bro. Shane, everyone's going to Shane. Hang you. in there, dude. We have a wrap-up topic. If you could just hang in there, I swear to God, bro, like. If you can land the plane right now, you'll be good. How do you feel? You're right. Oh, I'm good. Okay, thank God. All right. How do you feel about pastel? <laughs> <laughs> no, really though. Okay, no, it's a serious question because you do have some pastel that you got from me. Some I think nice pastel, right? But you even heard myself. You've heard Emilio. You've heard a lot of people 
go in on pastel and i'm just curious does that make you want to vert back or how do you how do you handle hearing something that you're working with kind of get shitted on i'm just curious i love my pastels and uh, everyone that sees them love those are some of their favorite snakes that they see so from what i've been learning is i guess it just it depends on the combination you're putting it into you just need to find the right combination to work with it yeah and and like i said i think there's a line of it that is you know there's quality of pastel that you have to be concerned about too um and but at the end of the day that quality could be whatever you want it to be if you don't put that pastel in the right thing it's irrelevant it's unfortunate and we're well, talking about we're well, talking about well, monsoon we, too like pastel monsoon good luck with yeah. that what me and brock have been kind of advocating uh is that you shouldn't be breeding pastel into every project that you have yeah limited that's the main thing okay because 35 percent 35 percent of what is on the auctions right now right. has pastel okay so what we've been saying is validated i didn't think the auctions would make me cringe so much but they're not like i'm not a fan of them i don't know what it is i just don't and like i said i think it's brilliant being morph, morph market like okay cool you thought of a cool idea but then again it's already an idea that's been out like there's auctions that have already been around for a while and auctions from what i know historically in the reptile game have never panned out like it never worked out and from what i understand correct me if i'm wrong emilio i mean i'm just not into it um i won't participate unless i have to uh meaning well, what would make you what would make you have to participate how about you well, tell us if 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 overall the the whole market goes towards an auction awesome. mindset i every if it goes that way, everyone's gonna have to kind of do it a little bit, you know. It's facts. We but, might have to be. We might be pushed to go do that. Yeah, but I don't. I, I, I don't see that happening yet. Um, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they keep it to, you know, maybe the two, two to five, a month that they're talking about, and it doesn't just open up a hundred percent. What were you saying, Shane? I was just out oh, my bad for interrupting, but yeah, I'll just say, I just I don't see how it would go to like a full, I mean, auction style market. At this point, bro, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. You know. So now, now, like, do do you have interest at all as far as like buying a snake through the auctions if you need to, Shane? Like, have have you even considered looking at the auction and what that's all what that's all about? I checked it out the day that it came out just to like see what people are putting up there. I mean. If I found something that I really needed for my collection, and so I, I wouldn't have an issue buying one off there, but I, I can see where the issue would be. I think I think the benefit is more towards people trying to get in or people still building their collections. But I also understand the other point of how it could crash, crash prices, fuck up prices, which is I guess hurting the person getting in because they're messing themselves up in the long run. I guess yeah i'm thinking is like what if somebody just thinks like what if nobody even tries to sell something on their own they just they just go straight to auction because they they just feel like that's what they need to do when when really like you're kind of shooting yourself or cutting yourself short by not just doing the marketing posting the way you need to post building the audience you need to build like doing a little bit of the grunt work might save you a lot more money i feel like or might get you a lot more money for that animal versus just going to an auction 
Because yeah. I will say, I will say, check this out. Just like anything else, the people who are going to kill in the auctions are popular people. People who are being followed a lot. Like the ones, the Bob Vu's and shit. Call me crazy. But I feel like the only ones who are going to really thrive in those auctions are people like that. Yeah. Makes well, sense. It, it's also going to show people what, I mean, what's putting, what's struggling to sell. Right? Because if you put uh, an animal up on auction, obviously it's struggling to sell right and then it's also going to show people what a, a specific project is is worth because at the end of the day it's it's going to sell for uh what someone's willing to pay right yeah i mean but again um hopefully they do keep the limit up and uh, and you know it just doesn't take over everything it'd be a shame Hey, uh, so wrap up question. Okay. Maybe I'll get one ready. Um, for me personal, this is like, you know, I'm a new dad, right. And I respect your, your father player skills. You're, you're a hell of a dad, Shane. I like, I like the bond that you have with your daughter and your son. Uh, definitely. I will say you're probably a big reason why I would consider having two kids. Cause I feel like I do need a daughter. To, I need a, I need that ratio. I think that ratio is important, man. Um, but it also looks like you're having a lot of fun being a dad. And I want to know, like, do you ever feel like you are pressing your kids to do uh, more stuff with the snakes? Do you let the, do you let them be the one to kind of show you that they want to be interested? How are you really kind of building relationships between the animals and your kids? Is it just all organically, or do you feel like you have to get them in there sometimes to to love them? Well, I'm just curious. I want to hear from you. No, it's 100% on them. I don't I don't force them to want them. I wouldn't want to force them into wanting to keep an animal anyway, and then not them not love. The process and then just hate taking care of the thing and never want them again but it, it it worked out well where they just naturally wanted to especially my son like he'll be like we're gonna clean some snakes today we're gonna clean some tubs today you need me to help you so it, it just it worked out great it's all organic it's 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 awesome just like hearing and seeing that kind of stuff and it makes such a difference that's epic i mean he's asking you if what's yeah. going down you know what i mean damn all right what did you, what you got from emilio all right, man. Your two favorite street bikes. Tight. Out on the market. And your two favorite mana products. Mana products. I said it in Spanish. My bad. <laughs> and then this is loaded. One more. Your yo, your two favorite dark gene uh incomplete dominance with a recessive. This fool just did three fucking crazy. I'm about to write questions. these down. It's been a long day. Nah, man. The bikes, hey, no, 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 no. The bikes are easy for you, and so are the. So you should. You should, have, you should have saved the bikes for a hot seat question because you're. You're like you just went nah. literally three. Like this could be a whole podcast with the way. Nah, it could be right fast, now. but I already have a hot seat too. Okay, go. God bless. Do it, do it, Shane. What do you got? Bikes. Okay. Go with the bikes first. <laughs> Two favorite bikes. Um, definitely Yamaha R1. One nice. of my favorites. And second one would Huh. Damn. I didn't expect that. Sorry. That, that was tough, actually, yeah, because I, I, I didn't like a lot of them, but I would probably like a it'll probably be like a turbo Hayabusa. Okay. Yeah. Damn. All right, what was the next one? Fuck, I can't even remember now. Your favorite, your favorite, uh, your your two favorite man, mana 
clothing Bottom products products definitely the the training shorts for sure Fuck yeah. like damn near everything everyday thing and the hoodie that mj has on all right. This thick as fuck, and these I have two pairs of these, like the same, the same pair. Thanks to the homie, I wear these every fucking day. These yeah. are short, and I train in these shorts. These are the shit. I like those, man. Uh, I love these a lot, bro. I will say, you guys literally need to go check out this guy's um, website. Okay, uh, I will say that there is a promo code. Correct? Didn't you come up with a promo code for the trappers out there, uh, Shane? Yes. Okay, I got that promo code. That promo code is. Where'd it go? Where'd you send it to me? <laughs> uh, Instagram, I think. It was you gotta Instagram. send that no. in the V unit chat too, bro. Don't be afraid remember, to show people what you got. That, that's something cool, man. Do you remember? Do you remember what the uh, promo code was, Shane? It's Trap Fam. Trap Fan. All right, all one word. Trap Fam. Yep. Yep. All right. So fifteen percent off discount right here from the homie Shane. If you just enter promo code Trap Fam, T R A P F A M. Seriously, bro, I love the clothing. I love the clothing line that you have going on. Um, how many years has this been in like up and running for now? 2021. So this is the third year. That's epic. And I love my hoodie, by the way. And all right. Uh what's the next? What you said you said training shorts? Go. Can't okay, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Amelia. What are you gonna say? No, I thought he was gonna go to the last part of the question, but yeah, let's go to the last part. Go ahead. <laughs> I forgot there's like more. <laughs> I can't I can't um, hey. Man, I can't, I can't let you off the hook with with the ball pythons where, where you're going. You know what you want to do. Okay. You said, uh, dark, incomplete, dominant with the recessive, one recessive. Yes. Yes. What's your favorite that you've seen so far, or that you want something you want to make? Super GHI Hypo. Mm, all right. Probably. If it's just one and one, that that's probably good. All right, I mean, that's the easy one. Okay. Right. But what you're gonna do in the, in the in the next the next couple days, the next couple weeks, in the chats, I want more than that. You you went with the easy answer. <laughs> I'm being rough on you, my dog. I mean, one and one is kind of kind of simple. One and one, one of each gene. All right. I mean, you have super right. GHI. You have super GHI hypos already, so it's like you're bound to make yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I think super right. GHI hypo clown is sick, or anything with. Yeah. Yep, you're not wrong, man. And I think this uh, podcast kind of explained a lot what you're headed as far as where you want to do with your projects. I got to say, bro, you're a legit reptile lover, man. And, um, you know, a lot of the stories kind of start from, like, childhood and, like, yada, yada. But this this got instilled in you because of your daughter and your family and stuff like that. And and now you're running with it. And now you're you're the forefront leader of the of the reptile collection going on over there. And I, and I love it, bro. So good shit, Shane. Proud of you, bro. Appreciate oh, it. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot more to go. Oh, definitely, man, definitely. And this is cool because, like I said, I know you were kind of like, "Hey, oh, MJ, I appreciate the invite, but you know, I haven't had any clutches yet." And I'm like, "Bro, this is this this kind of episode is important because it's really not all about having clutches under your belt. I think sometimes just being a, a legit reptile lover who wants to just kind of take things as they come is really good to show as, as an example as well, you know. So, and I was, I was, I'm glad it was you tonight, bro. What do you got? Like four, four or five species? I'd rather talk to you than someone that has one, you know, a couple clutches <laughs> under their belt. I mean, 
<laughs> he has like five or six species, right? How many species yeah. do you have, Shane? Seven? He has over five. Six or seven, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're killing it, bro. Yeah. So, hell yeah, you, you deserve to be on here. Appreciate Shit. it. For now. Hope, hoping to add a couple more once I can get the schedule a little bit more streamlined. Day by day, bro. Yeah. Um, but great episode. We got these hot seat questions that you got to go through, though, man. Even though it's, you know, I'm not going to say it was the smoothest ride for you so far. <laughs> hot seat questions. I, let's, let's try to make this as easy as possible for you, okay? Um, but not really because I'm coming hard on this one. Guys, get the likes up, please, right now for the homie Shane. Hot seat questions coming at you. Above all skills. You ready, buddy? Let's go. All right. Here we go. Get the likes up. Hot seat questions coming in hot. Frozen thought or live, Shane? Frozen thought. First meal you like to offer a baby ball python? A mouse. Are you sure? Because you sound like you're questioning yourself. <laughs> I haven't had a. I haven't had a hatchling. Well, you did, baby. motherfucker. It's gonna be soon. Let's just say it happened. What would you offer your first baby snake? Right now, like a, a rat pup. Wow, straight to wrap pup. I love it. A cut or no cut? Would you ever cut an egg, or will you never cut an egg? I would cut. On what day? 843. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> red Chondro Neo or Yellow Chondro Neo? Red. And again, theoretically, okay. I don't even even though you haven't experienced it yet, just pretend, please. Mm -hmm. Pre first shed meal or post first shed meal? Post. Yay imports or boo imports? Yay imports. One reptile you would import to your collection anywhere around the world. Velociraptor. Shane, it has to be a, it has to be it has to be a, like like still on this earth. I like your I like your energy though, I guess. Fucking dinosaur man. <laughs> <laughs> Probably like um I would do like either uh, a green tree or one of like the sick carpets like straight from Australia. I would go the carpets from Australia to be honest. Yeah. That's that's we can't get shit. We can't get stuff from Australia no more. So that's like That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. So, or or a condo from Australia. That's what I meant. Yeah. That would be fucking sick. All right. Um how about this? To spray, to spray or, or or miss or the ball python or to never spray and miss the ball python. I spray, but I need to look into it more now apparently. <laughs> yay sports or boo sports yay sports favorite sport favorite sport that's crazy i like sports but i don't watch it that often i thought you were gonna say fourth of july <laughs> oh that's <laughs> if that was a sport yes was, it looks like a sport the way you fucking celebrate that holiday bro that looks like you train all year for that shit. It looks it looks insane. Yeah, we got a good group of guys. I don't think I want to miss next year. I think I might I might pull up next year and DJ that shit. That shit looks fun. That would be epic. That would be epic. <laughs> all right, here we go. Big flexor or no flexor? Big flexor. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Steak or fish? Steak, 100%. Favorite genre of music? Ooh, I listen to everything. But lately... Lately, I've actually been going back to a lot of like island style reggae, which I haven't listened to in a while. But I listen to everything. Favorite bike ride music? That's that's 
reggae oh, stuff? Well, that that that's anything. That's where I'm going. Am I going to the gym? Yeah. I'm like, you know what I mean? So what if you're going to go pick up rodents? What would you be listening to? Death metal or probably, probably rap. Probably okay. rap music. Good, good safe bet. All right. Little okay, first off, West Coast rap or East Coast rap. How about that? I got love for both. If I have to pick one. East Coast. Wow. Okay. Then what's your favorite East Coast rapper or rap group of all time? Favorite rapper, up and coming rapper. It's Bama. It's who? It's Bama. It's Bama. Is that I think I've seen you at a few of his concerts. Did up it? and coming, huh? So you're saying you're saying you're saying go to YouTube and type in it's Bama and listen to his shit. I T T Z B A M A. All right, respect. I like that. Little word association. First thing to come to mind. Milk. Cereal. Substrate. Cocoa. Mites. Ugh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stuck shed. Humidity. First time ball python breeder. It's a fun ride. <laughs> Instagram trolls. Entertaining. Okay. Last one before Medio. Coolest reptile podcast in the world. Trap Talk Reptile Podcast. 100%. Let's go. All right, one's got to go, and I um, you're gonna have two different questions. All right, one's got to go. Retics or berms? Oh no! Wow, Emilio, that's terrible. That's a painful one. Okay, I, I gotta ask, like Ooh. the entire species. You just gotta pick one or the other, no, bro. For you, for, your, for you, your collection. I can only keep one, or I can keep multiple of yeah. that species. No one. No. One or the other. If I could only keep one snake and not multiple, I, I would, I would say a berm. One snake only, I would, I would keep a berm. Okay, and then <laughs> blackhead or chocolate? Wow. Right oh. now, I'm gonna go blackhead. Oof. All right. With that fucking price decrease, are you sure? I'm just kidding. It's what I <laughs> like. I say I like what I like. <laughs> No, dude. I do. I I like uh, nothing's safe right now, big dog. It really <laughs> isn't. <laughs> um, but dude, fuck Shane. Like I said, stoked to be a part of what you have going on. I'm so stoked that you're a part of the Trap family, the V Unit family. We just had shy of 90 people tapped in tonight. So, what do you have to say to everyone out there showing you mad love and respect, but just people excited to see you be a part of this? That's it, it's just been an honor. That's sick. I didn't even know there was that many people here. It's just wild to think about. Being a no, I'm a nobody in this industry. I just, I just love it for what it is. So I, I really appreciate that. Appreciate everybody. Right on, bro. So for people to be on top of what's going on, definitely follow your Instagram page above all scales, right? For sure. Okay, that's what's up, bro. And um, I just want to say I'm really looking forward to meeting you someday for sure. I know you got plans to fly into the West Coast and uh, can't wait to take you to your first reptile super show because that shit you ain't gonna ever forget it. I'll tell you that much. Oh, I, I bet. All right, guys. <laughs> All right, well, shout out to the homie Shane. Guys, please, like I said, go follow him on Instagram, Above All Scales. But it's a wrap for the homie Shane Silva, Above All Scales, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate y'all. Good night. All right, bro. Have a good night. Thank you, Shane. Appreciate it. Great times, man. What a good guy. Just seems like he he's enjoying nobody, himself. I'll tell you that. He's definitely not. Yeah, he's definitely that's, somebody. That's a homie. He's a, he's a humble yeah. person, bro. But really he's awesome time. Humble, you know, he's, he's hustling. Hustling and on a, on a bunch yeah. of different... 
you know, way in a bunch of different ways, killing it, bro. Doing great. What I was gonna say earlier too, it's like, man, like this is all I got. Like, so like really, like I but you know, I have so much going on, and you're the guy has he has a a a a day job that he that he takes very serious. He's a he's a father of two, he works out heavily and consistently. He's so fuck, he loves going street street bike riding. Like he's busy, like he has a lot of stuff happening in his life, a lot of things that he's doing, you know. So I respect somebody who has an actual life. And I'm not saying I don't have an actual life, but man, this is all I got. Like I got my family and reptiles. He has a lot going on and he's having fun, bro. Like he's literally literally living life to the fullest. And I think that's very important, you know, especially at a time like this, losing someone just as legendary as Brian Barcheck. We even said it himself, man, the last podcast he ever did on this earth. He says that you got to live in the now, man. You got to live now and don't live later because later, later is going to be too late. I agree with that. Fully. You know? So uh, great episode, Amelia. I appreciate you tapping in as always. Uh, what do you have to say to the 90 people who tapped in tonight who enjoyed tonight's episode? Thank you for the support. Thank you for supporting the homie Shane. You know, go follow him. Go check out the, you know, his clothing line. The guy's, you know, it's amazing. And uh, thank you for supporting the homie, uh, MJ, you know. So. Respect. Guys, as always, go follow the homie Villarino Reptiles on IG. Uh, go be a part of the V-Unit family. That's the movement. And uh, thank you so much, Emilio. Enjoy the rest of your night, and I'll see you next time, buddy. Thank you, bro. See you, man. Thanks. Give it up for Big E Top G, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right, bro. Have a good night. Thank you so much, everyone. I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's episode. I'm not going to lie, man. Tonight's episode was, I mean, once I got it started, it was great. But getting to the point of the live, it was difficult just because it sucks losing a good friend, you know. Um, but show must go on. And the show will go on because I know Brian would always want that to be. And so I do want to say that I do appreciate anyone who tapped in with me tonight. I do appreciate anyone who uh, just showed up for the homie Shane, the guest. And uh, yeah, just thank you so much for supporting this podcast, supporting Trap Talk Reptile Podcast. I have so much to bring to you guys. I hope you guys realize that this year I'm going to be rolling out and announcing some very big things, some life-changing things, some of the biggest moves I'm ever making in podcasting career and you guys are all going to be a part of it so stand by okay mj is going to go full send mark my words so for the time being guys if this is your first time hanging out with us get that like button smashed for the homie shane hit that subscribe button too hit that notification bell select all you'll be on top of every single podcast i drop here on youtube monday tuesday thursdays i do not miss all right and then also you can listen to Trap Talk Reptile Podcast on all the major audio platforms such as Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and wherever you listen to Trap Talk Reptile Podcast, drop a comment. Give me some feedback. If you could give me some info or give me some feedback in the comment section, it's greatly appreciated. Don't be shy. And um, yeah, don't forget to rate review also wherever you listen to Trap Talk Reptile Podcast. And again, all the viewers, man, all the, all the guys in the early birds and the people in the live chats all night tonight, you guys are my heart. I appreciate it. My Patreon members, I love you guys. If you're looking for exclusive content, if you want to network yourself with some of the best in the game, for sure, hands down, I could confidently say my Patreon member has a family of members who are some of the best doing it in the reptile industry. Not only just by the animals, but 
the way they market themselves, the way they breed, the way they just carry themselves within the industry. I'm very proud of all my trappers. So if you want to tap yourself in with all these people, if you want to grow with all of us, go down to the very first link you see in the description below. Click on it. Join the Trap Talk Patreon family. Get connected to the Discord. Just shy of 200 people in the Discord. And then also there's the IG group chat that is popping. Okay. So wherever you support me at, thank you. I love you guys. All right. I'll catch you guys here tomorrow. All right, because we got a we got a big ball python breeder coming to a green tree python segment. All right. I want to say first and foremost, thank you for all the love and feedback I've been getting for all in the tree Tuesdays. All in the tree Tuesdays has been a big segment that's been really popular since I've been rolling it out. But Tuesdays all about the green tree pythons and things that live high in the tree. And we have Garrick DeMeyer coming. All right. Garrick DeMeyer's coming to all in the tree Tuesdays. Cause guess what? Garrick DeMeyer's been breeding chondros for over 10 years. A lot of people don't even know that. So it's gonna be epic. Set your reminder, six o'clock Pacific Standard Time, right here on Trap Talk. That's all we have on this episode. Appreciate all the love and support. Things are just getting started, mark my words. But that's a wrap for episode 438. Shout out to the homie Shane from Above All Scales. Shout out to Emilio and shout out to you, Trappers. I love you guys. See you here tomorrow night, and I'm out. Cheers.